It's Monday, 29th of September, 2014. This is HPR episode 1606, entitled, How to BNC. It is hosted by Klaatu, and is about 15 minutes long. Feedback can be sent to Klaatu at hackerpublicradio.org, or by leaving a comment on this episode. The summary is, Klaatu talks about how to get to BNC up and running. This episode of HBR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hi everyone, this is Hacker Public Radio. My name is Klaatu, and in this episode I want to talk about VNC. VNC is a protocol uh, that allows a user to log into a computer remotely, so and securely. So, um, oh, and graphically. All those three things. Remotely, securely, and graphically. It's available pretty much on any operating system. So if you're a Linux user, you probably you're, you're probably thinking, well, I don't need VNC because... I have SSH. And, you know, in a way, you're right. Uh, you could create an SSH tunnel and use X11 forwarding through that tunnel, and you'd have a similar effect. But um, SSH is still, it's just an application. It's not a protocol layer. Um, many applications leverage SSH, like rsync and Git and lots of others, but ultimately you're just running an application remotely. Uh, with VNC, you're logging into the remote computer such that the entire session is delivered to you. Like, every everything about that environment is delivered to you. You see the screen of the remote machine exactly as you left it, or exactly as the user is seeing it if you're doing a support call. So it's it's screen sharing, but the nice thing about it is that it is, it's cross-platform, and um, it's, it's, you know, supposed to be secure and all that other good stuff. So on Linux and BSD, X11 is the default graphical remote login method. Um, few people actually use it for that, and in fact, honestly, I didn't even know it could do that until DeepGeek was talking about um, something about how he used XDM to, to do just that. Um, it's not fully encrypted either. I mean, as is, it's, it's not encrypted. So VNC is the de facto default secure screen sharing um, protocol. On Macs, a built-in method was implemented through, I believe, iChat, and then it was rebranded, I think, as Back to My Mac, I I believe so. And then there was, like, the Apple Remote Desktop application, which you had to purchase separately, and it's an Apple product, so it probably is already dead by now, and it's certainly proprietary, so... There, there have been there have been things out there, um, but now currently, or I shouldn't say currently. I should say the last time I checked, which was fairly recently, um, there's it's just 
VNC. They just brought in VNC. What a concept. And it's built in through the screen sharing option in the system preferences, in the sharing uh, system preferences. Then on, on Windows, RDC, from what I understand, is the default method. I don't know if that's an open standard. I do know that it's been, or, or maybe it's been reverse engineered. I don't know. It, other things can do that, the RDP thing, I guess. But again, I'm not sure if it's encrypted or not. I, I really don't know. And certainly there's no harm in using VNC as, as the alternative because, because VNC does run on Windows as well. So pretty much no matter what computer you're on, what platform you're on, you can use VNC. And that makes it really handy for, well, both your personal use, but also, I think importantly, at least for me, and I, I, I'm imagining probably a lot of you guys, uh, for support calls, you know? Someone calls up, friend, family, whatever, tells you how horrible things are going on their computer, begs for your help, and they kind of describe some things, and suddenly you get completely fed up. Start a VNC server. It's so much easier. Um, so let's go through how exactly to do that. Obviously, being a Linux user, I really only know how to do this on Linux, to be honest. But um, I, I imagine it's it's it, I'm I'm assuming that there are some very easy setup things on other platforms as well. So I'm going to describe the process, and you can probably translate in a pinch. So the first thing you need to do is to start up the VNC server on the target computer. That makes sense, right? It's just like any other server. Um, if, if a web server, if Apache isn't running on the web server, then it's not really a web server, right? Well, I mean, Nginx and all that other stuff, but you know what I'm saying. So um, to, to start up the VNC server, you have to get a VNC server software onto your, your Linux box, there are a couple out there. The easiest one that I have found, sort of the, the most, you know, just kind of the, the the one that just kind of works, is X11VNC. If that's not installed on your system, install it with your package manager, whatever that may be. And I will just briefly mention that, yes, there are others. Um, I think KDE has their own little um, graphical uh, VNC front end, which I've actually used, and it's worked fine. Uh, some, I, Gnome has one that, last time I tried it, it actually did not work, but, but it probably does now. But X11 VNC just, it's just really small, really simple, you know, it, it works. I, I like it. Uh, plus what, I, what I also like about it is that I can easily SSH into the target computer if I need to and set up X11 VNC for myself. And then when they call for help, I can say, okay, you know, turn your router on and do the, you know, do the port opening thing that I taught you how to do. Or maybe I've already been with them in their router at one point and I have already opened a non-standard SSH port for myself. And then I just SSH in, I turn on their VNC, and then I can see their screen. It it it, it works. It's kind of nice. So after you install X11 VNC, you have to create a password file so that um, not just anyone can VNC into your target computers, uh, or target computer. So the way that I did that was I just make a directory in their home directory, um, tilde slash dot VNC, and then I just echo some password, passphrase, into uh, tilde slash dot VNC slash auth, A-U-T-H. 
I'm pretty sure that I just called it that. You can call it, I think, anything you want, but whatever. So, and then you can start the server, and the way that you start it needs to have that password file referenced. So you do x11vnc space dash password file, that's p-a-s-s-w-d file, space tilde slash dot vnc slash auth space dash forever. So now the computer's listening on port 5900 for an authenticated request to connect via VNC. And then on the other computer, so on your own computer, you just get a VNC client. Now because I am frequently on KDE, I honestly very frequently use KRDC. Um, that's the built-in uh, client to, to view VNC. Now they also have a a KDE application that you can launch and invite someone to 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 sign on. So technically speaking, you don't need to do all that with X11 VNC if both parties are running KDE. I just I I don't I don't know somehow I I don't do the the KDE thing. I just use the K the X11 VNC. I'm sure there's a reason. I just don't remember why. But anyway, you can use KRDC for the for your client to look at their screen. You can also just download like Tiger VNC. That's another good one. And I think there are a couple of other ones. And I think Tiger is cross-platform, or, or at least somewhat cross-platform. It was cross-platform enough for me at, at one point. Um, so that's sometimes kind of nice, you know, to be using the same the same thing that your your target is is using. Um, I I say the word target, and it makes it sound so you know evil and and militaristic. I, I don't really mean it that way. I just mean the person you're helping, your support caller, or your whatever, client. Um, they all work basically the same way. It doesn't really matter which one you use. The The idea is that you start up your VNC client, you type in the username and the IP address for the computer that you want to connect to, and then a new window opens um, in your little viewer, and you see the person's desktop on it. And you're done. And a lot of times they'll have like different settings for the quality of the image, you know, and, and the frame rate and stuff like that. And you can kind of, you can experiment and see what you need to do in order to make that work best for you guys. But, um, it, it works pretty darn well. It, it definitely works in a pinch when they're describing something on screen and you just have no idea what they're trying to say. And you just know that if you could just be right there in front of their computer, you could just fix it in 10 minutes and it would be over with. And so just VNC. Now, if you're having trouble connecting, um, you probably know this, but it's something that a lot of people do tend to forget. Um, it's it's probably a firewall issue. Presumably, you've got a router between you and your uh, target. So if you log into the router's admin interface, wherever that might be, and then you go to, like, some... Unfortunately, it's never the same. But you have to find the place where you can forward ports. So you forward the port 5900, which is, again, the standard um, VNC port, forward that to the machine that you want to log into. Uh, then when, you, when you're coming to, at them, you know, from outside their firewall, your computer knocks on port 5900, and then it goes on through with the correct authentication um, right to that computer. Now, unfortunately, that can be difficult if you haven't had time to set all this stuff up yourself, because then not only are you trying to instruct your, the, you know, the person asking you for help on, hey, this is how you connect to 
this is how you start up VNC. Now you also have to back up and tell them, oh yeah, and now I need you to log into your router, <laughs> you know, and that, that creates a whole other issue. So that's, that's very often almost like the deal breaker. Um, so that, that's a little bit tough. Luckily for me, I have been able to, you know, everyone that, that knows me well enough to just be able to call me up and say, hey, I don't know how to use, you know, such and such. Won't you help me? Um, everyone in that scenario, I, I will have actually probably set up their network in the first place. And I, I would have left myself, I guess it's a back door. Um, but you know, a port in for support calls. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's VNC. As you can see, it is very simple to use. It's, it's quite convenient. It is cross-platform, so it, it just kind of makes it like a really good tool to have in your, in your toolkit. So make sure that you've got that on your computer and make sure you put it on everyone's computer that you know so that they can, um, let you in if, if need be. Hopefully that helps. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.